0: This podcast is a production of WBEZ Chicago and is made possible with the support
1: of listeners, like you. Become a new member of WBEZ or renew your membership online at wbez.org. Thanks.
0: Quibble? Wait, what's that? What well, is-
2: these are just a quibble ways. <laughs> that you know you're not in Toronto or Santiago. Just a quibble ways.
1: It was a little bit... Uh, crunchy when i first heard it i was glad that i arrived when i did (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the curious city podcast from wbez chicago you ask the questions we answer them together
0: Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Brandel, and up top was musician Nick Gage and music engineer Scott Lamps, in studio talking about the song that Nick wrote, called Only in Chicago. This song is actually the answer to a question we got in. We'll hear more from Nick and Scott in a bit, but first, here's more context on why a simple question had to be answered in song. The next part is from WBEZ's weekday show, The Afternoon Shift, with Rick Kogan.
3: it on me I'm ready <laughs> all
0: right well we got a question that was very hard to quantify
3: this one I remember you mentioned this before yeah. and I thought huh
0: I know we've been working on this for a while but we got this question in from Brenda Guzman who we met in a laundromat not so long ago
3: what do you think that you can get from Chicago that you can't from other place
0: so in other words you know what's something you can find in Chicago that you cannot get anywhere else which, wow! I know, it's kind of like, wow. so we asked her, you know, what do you mean by that? Objects, experiences, smells, tastes, that kind of stuff. And she said, anything goes. <laughs> How
3: did you even start this, Jen?
0: That's a good question. Well, we knew that the brain power in WBEZ was not large enough to capture all the answers that could exist for this, because really there could be hundreds, thousands of answers to this question. Yeah. So we crowdsourced it. We went to Facebook and Twitter and we asked you guys what you thought, and we put the call out and got about 150 responses from people.
3: Some of them must have been just insane. Some of them must have been (laughs) crazy. My
0: favorite one, I don't know if I can say on the air, but I'll tell you later.
3: (laughs) What does it have to do with?
0: Uh, Steve Albini. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
3: okay, 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 okay. But
0: um, some of the favorite ones were: uh, uh, Mairead Case and Kathy Markham wrote in and said Rainbow Cones, which I don't know if you've ever had. They're these special what, ice cream 93, cones.
3: 9200 Southwest. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you fabulous. know, the five or six. I well, have different an eight-year-old flavors. daughter, and you and you okay. know every ice cream place <laughs> in the city.
0: Um, another suggestion was the Aqua Building, which is the tallest building in the world, designed by a woman, Jeannie Gang. Sure. That was uh, suggested by Andre Segovia, and also people wrote in with the less desirable stuff, which we were totally open to as Well, so Hussein Almart said Chicago's got the most gang members of any city. And Emily Cote talked about the 75-year-long parking meter contract as being something specific to Chicago, which counts. But we also ran into a problem. What? What? Well, basically, you know, when we started looking and thinking about all the suggestions people were writing in, a lot of stuff you can get online. A lot of stuff. Good point. Travel. So, point. you know, we needed to kind of create a strategy around this so we could not, you know, if you, if you were to say Garrett's popcorn, for instance, sure. a lot of people or said Mother that. Or Mother Butter's
3: popcorn. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But you know, if you have an online shop, technically you can get that outside Chicago. And good Garrett's, point. You know, we good found point. out has nine locations in Singapore. They have places all over the world. In so, Singapore? In Singapore, I know. I don't, they love popcorn there. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised so,
3: they don't have billy goats in Singapore then. <laughs> they yeah. just might.
0: Gino's Pizza. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, really, it, it begged this question that uh, how many unique things are left in Chicago? When you think about globalization and homogenization, you know, Molort is a Chicago booze, but you can also yeah. order that online. So our... our, our answers to this really started getting harder and harder to find. And we actually talked to an academic, this woman, Sharon Zukin, who's a sociologist at CUNY, the City University of New York. And she said, it's true. Things are getting unique things, unique experiences to cities are getting harder and harder to find. That's not something that we were just noticing. And um, she said there's another side to that, though. On the other
2: hand... People want to believe in the local. They want to believe in the uh, the specialness of their experience and the uniqueness of the place they come from. So people will keep saying that things are unique to their locality, unique to their city, because they want to be proud of those things.
0: So we're going to delude ourselves as things get less and less unique until we say, man, but we have the best Starbucks in the world. You
3: yeah, he's going to quantify that? I know, yeah. it's yeah. a little depressing. So, so how did you pare this down, Jim so Rendo? W-
0: we did some light vetting. Uh, the Curious City team, including our great intern, Logan Jaffe, did a lot of the research on this. So we just went through one by one, all 150 suggestions. Wow. Look to see, can you get this anywhere else that we could find easily? And 57 things made the cut. And without posting that as a spreadsheet, you know, as the answer would probably be pretty boring, as would probably talking through 57 bullet points right now on air. So we thought we could do better than that. So we thought- Well, of
3: course you did. <laughs> of course
0: you did. <laughs> well, what's a more fun way to, to think about what's unique to Chicago? And we thought, let's write a song about it. Let's find a local musician to make a song out of people's suggestions. A
3: great idea. Yeah,
0: so that's why there's this strange man in the studio over here, Nick Gage, who you Oop. probably wondered. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I like, he's wearing, like.
3: sorry I? this show's not on TV, he's wearing a beautiful <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> They're uh, moths. Yeah. Oh, are they moths? They're moths, yeah. <laughs> Well, even better, a moth shirt. I've never really seen one of those mm-hmm. before.
0: So Nick is a local Chicago. Only in Chicago. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, that shirt you can get nowhere else in Chicago. You have to rip it off Nick's bag. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Nick's a very talented musician. He's written shows for Second City and Amy Krauss Rosenthal. And Nick, maybe you, you give us a background. What do you do? Who are you? You covered it. Did they pay you at Uh, Second City?
3: They paid you enough at Second City? It's a back-end deal. I know those jokers. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's always a a back-end deal with those guys. So what did you think of this? They got in touch and you said, sure, or are you nuts?
2: Yeah, no, this is kind of my thing. I I have a knack for melody and and putting words uh, to rhythm and meter uh, pretty well, but I won't do it of my own volition (laughs) I need I'm a dog and I need someone to throw the tennis ball and they can throw that tennis ball across the highway and I will I'll retrieve it Um, but I would never write this song on my own I was but I was glad to get the project it was great
3: it was a challenge for you definitely I I didn't
2: sleep last night
3: you run today I gotta I gotta hear it I gotta hear it (laughs) I gotta hear it now
0: for the world premiere of Chicago's new anthem might we say called only in Chicago Only in
4: Chicago! Jeder, Ar, Zalata, Quattro! Cargo on the track Old ears cow burned it down And up, built it back There's pork a lot And plenty of parks Where the prairie meets the lake It's been called The city that works And the city on the make Some say it's on the take It's tough and it's on the go Told the sky wasn't high enough And the river which way to flow Chicago, does a big old bean cause such a scene. Only in Chicago, do they dye the river green? Only in Chicago, do they call an out the all the Magnificent Mile. Only in Chicago, do they take to tamale, put it in a bun, smother it in chili, call it a mother-in-law. Kidding that. Yes, we can. We do. Made the world's first skyscraper. menagerie of asphalt glass and steel. We've got the high sales tax in the country and a homicide rate to match the most expensive parking and the most expensive gas. From June way Terrace way up north down to 138 Austin Boulevard way out west, take it back to all the lake. From the very first resident Point south to the president, President Barack Obama, you know this ain't Barrio, and it ain't Key Lago. Only in Chicago this corruption rival Soviet satellite states. Only in Chicago, if you want a heebie on your plate. Only in Chicago, if you're looking for the second-largest post-population. In Chicago If you're looking for a guy that sells ping pong supplies And rents out U-Haul trucks at a very reasonable price You're in luck This is the ping pong store 1649 West Chicago Avenue An epic town of excess Gluttony and booze Be it baseball teams, St. Patty parades And port seasons or zoos One would only be half the fun So in Chicago, we do them in two
3: Nick Gage, Nick gauge you're a genius. Couldn't you're have a it. genius. You're some bizarre combination of, uh, you know, sticks, Stephen Sondheim, and Sesame Street, and, uh, and Leonard Bernstein. I I found it charming. I could dance to that too. No, wow,
2: that's humbling. Thank you. Uh, it, it
3: was a challenge, but it, you must be pleased with the results.
2: Yeah, definitely. It was uh, it was an opportunity to collaborate with two of my favorite collaborators, one being Jen and my friend uh, in the booths, uh, Scott Lamps. Lambs. see Scott. He right has down. a hat on. No yeah. moths on his head. Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> he's, he's all earth tones.
3: Uh, what does this inspire you to do? Inspire. What are you going to do with this song?
2: Mm. Oh, I, I have top no 40? idea. I mean, I was just going <laughs> to post it on my blog. It's good enough. What's your blog?
3: Uh, what, uh,
0: I don't think we can say the name of it on the radio, oh, okay. but we'll link to it. No, uh, oh, well, Mellow that, Chihuahua. Oh, Mellow. Okay, say sorry, that, uh, Mellow Tumblr. Chihuahua. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's
3: good. I <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. I think you're, I think you're a genius. Oh. I think you're an absolute genius. The bean dye the river green, most expensive gas, and all sorts of other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not. I would have him read the lyrics, but I want you to go listen to the song. It'll be posted on the Curious City site, mm-hmm. and just uh. It's great, Jen. You must be so pleased. Oh, this we're, turned out this we're well.
0: super pumped. I mean, we, we actually posted as well everyone's suggestions and our reasoning. So if you, if you, you know, added something in there and you wondered why we might not have taken it, or maybe it didn't end up in the song, even if it did count, you can see at the bottom of our article there's a spreadsheet. It says yes, no, and kind of where, you know, where our thoughts were on it. So now, and oil. I'm
2: going to add pictures of my, my notes. It's, oh, yes. It's very possible that their suggestions made it in here, but don't rhyme with anything. or. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, Orange, exactly. orange.
3: Here again, Nick Gage. Thanks for having me. The
4: reason why you know not in Toronto or Santiago, only in Chicago.
0: Hey, this is Jen Brandell. I'm back in the studio now with Nick Gage, the man who wrote Only in Chicago, and Scott Lamps, who helped engineer the session. Welcome to you guys. How are Thank you doing?
2: You. Doing great. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, doing good.
1: Thanks. <laughs>
0: Nick, you just came in here with about 25 sheets of ripped-out spiral notebook paper. Mm-hmm. What is on those? Uh, well, let's have a look. Well, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to collect
2: as much information about Chicago that I thought would be useful and could tie into a song. I just needed a lot of rhyming options.
0: So what were some of the rhymes that you were able to make?
2: This is where all my Chicago rhymes are.
0: On the back of an envelope.
2: Yeah, most (laughs) rhyming dictionaries online aren't that good. Uh, I liked Key Largo. That's a good rhyme That's great. Santiago. Yeah, um, but I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I was telling you earlier how after I started running out of ideas for is there really anything that you can only find in Chicago that isn't a building— Uh, I started thinking, well, okay, this song is now what rhymes with Chicago. So Argo, Cargo, Fargo, Colorado. Um, I got down to Sfumato, uh, which is an Italian. Yeah, what uh, is? um, It was the artistic style of Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, It is without line or borders in the manner of smoke or beyond the focus plane, and I thought I could tie that into a metaphor somehow. This is when I was getting late and I was getting a little woolly.
0: What envelope are all those lyric ideas written on the back of there?
2: Oh, that's a that's a ticket a parking <laughs> ticket yeah.
0: yeah that that seems like it plays City into of the Chicago whole
2: Department of finance. yeah, I, I got to get after them a little bit. I, I gave them a line. the meter maids. yeah, they were yeah. not they did not come out unscathed.
0: Excellent. You, mm-hmm. the, you, this song was a justice anthem. Yeah. Uh, Woody Guthrie. <laughs> <laughs> it was great how you documented your process. And for those who want to check it out, you can go online to WBEZ.org curiouscity Curious City. And you can check out, we have a reporter's notebook on the story. So you can see a little bit more about Nick's process, how he went through it, what decisions he made, and also some early versions of the song as he was going through it. So I wondered right now, we could maybe go through a couple of those loops. And yeah. you, you tell us how things kind of evolved. Is that cool? I'd love to. Okay, great. Okay, so tell us about that first loop idea.
2: It was sometime in uh, maybe late October. I remember putzing around. I figured out the left hand, it has this kind of motion of, of, uh, of uh, two-note chords, I guess you'd call them. Um, And I was really struck when I got that melody that came across. I guess the one noteworthy element of that is that I was using um, a buzzsaw theremin synthesizer patch on there. And that is really the one thing from that loop that stayed true to the end. We have a theremin via synthesizer on that final cut. And obviously the melody is still well intact.
0: Right on. Well, Mm -hmm. let's take a listen to the next version of that loop that Mm -hmm. you did. So it sounds like you added some drums or something. What's, what's new with that one? The drums. Yes, i them
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> and after I added the drums, I I just I really had no idea what else to do with it. And I was like, well, that's complete. I'll, I'll put that one away. And I think you called me two days later. Yeah.
0: And then you had another sketch that you gave us that sounds, I mean, it's got the same melody, but it's very different in terms of the tone and kind of the yeah. quality of it. So let's take a listen to that.
3: hmm
2: Yeah, I guess, um, you know, I was done with those particular versions that I'd done with it, with the the marimba kind of moving up and down and that and the theremin. I didn't know where else to, to take it in that direction. But I guess I, I wasn't done with that melody. I thought it was one of the bolder melodies I'd come up with in a while. So uh, I just, you know, I'll, I thought it was worthy of a chase.
1: Yeah, It's so different, too, when there's no lyrics and there's no song. You know, like the music has a whole different focus and a whole different you mm-hmm. know, music is so abstract when it's just melody. And then mm-hmm. when, I'm, I'm sure when you started adding lyrics and a voice and like something that you pay attention to. Yeah, you start
2: subtracting that, instruments
1: Yeah, then the, Yeah, the song is like just a whole different thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent. And Good. Scott, we heard a version of the song this morning yeah. at, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. And then the version we heard two hours later after you got your hands on it sounded remarkably different. And here's the first track we heard in the morning at 10 a.m. for you to hear the difference.
4: It's a turbulent, tideless town that puts Cargo on the track. Old News Cowburn is down and Burnham built it back. There's pork and plenty of box with the prairie meets the lake.
0: And here's after you got your hands on it, Scott.
4: It's a turbulent, tideless town that puts Cargo on the track. Old News Cowburn is down and Burnham built back. There's pork and
0: all glossy and sparkly. Now. Yeah,
1: well, I just mixed it. You know, I didn't we didn't really add or change anything. We added a couple like little drum hits, but it's basically exactly the same musical content because Nick recorded it all himself and uh, you know, with like one synthesizer and one microphone, and when you start to add those things up, you know, like uh, several vocal tracks like are in the chorus, it it starts to sound a little funky. You know, um all all the sounds just compound on top of each other and then I was glad that I arrived when I did
2: <laughs>
1: it was a little bit uh crunchy when I first heard it my job basically was just to uh try to hear the song as a complete song and what like what it was doing because I assume at that point Nick you were had lost your mind and you <laughs> just you didn't know what whether it was a no, song I, or a
2: I was inside the song <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what that song was yeah
1: so it was just I am um, I just put a fresh set of ears on it and try to try to even it out a little bit and uh you know just make it sound good
0: well for all those people who wonder what a music producer does and can do all you have to hear is the first to the second oh, version good. to hear what you know amazing things can be done just in well, the process and, essentially
2: yeah. what i like in it too is um i've got a couple farms of like musical instruments and stuff like that and one of them i, I go and i get the, the dairy the milk and i get the cheese and i i get the you know the grain I make I make this incredible dough, and I, I make this I get this meat, and I just throw it on there. And I, but I don't own an oven, and I don't know how to use it, and I refuse. Eat, and I try serving that to my friends, and they're just like, ah, "This is this yeah, great we can't stuff. eat this, Nick. We, <laughs> we can't, can't eat, eat this." <laughs> and he has an oven, and he's really good at, at using it.
0: Are there other songs about Chicago that you like?
2: It's funny you brought that up. This past weekend when I, I should have been hard at work on this, but I was hanging out with some college buddies up in a cabin in Wisconsin. Uh, I was up there with my friend Todd and we used to always listen to this rat pack CD when we go on long car trips and they there's a dynamite version of Chicago and uh, I, you know I I don't really pay attention to lyrics actually when I listen to songs. I just I'm, I listen to hooks and instruments and the quality of the voice but um, so I was like, Chicago, Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, you remember that song? I was like, yeah. He's like, what does it mean, that toddle in town? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's like the second line of the song. Chicago, Chicago, that toddle in town. And I was like, I have no idea, but that you know, I'm going to look that up. And so I looked it up, and it's kind of a big thing. People like are still freaking out. They don't know what it means. It's just a word that the guy invented. Uh, basically, what what a lot of people surmise that it means is that it's uh, people staggering around like a toddler. Um, so it's, it's a drunken, boozy town or something like that. And there was just no other good word that would have been alliterative that followed the word before it that began with a T, so he needed a T word. And uh, toddling worked. I love it. Yeah.
0: So your song not only integrates Chicago history, Chicago uniqueness, but also Frank Sinatra. Yes, yes. Thanks so much, Nick and Scott, for coming in and talking about the song Only in Chicago. Again, that was Nick Gage, musician, man of many instruments, who wrote and played the song, and Scott Lamps, who's a music producer and engineer, who helped make the song sound studio-ready in the matter of an hour or two. Thanks so much for coming in, guys.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having thanks. us. Jen.
0: Curious City is produced by WBEZ Chicago, Ziga, and AIR, the Association of Independence in Radio. Our senior producer is Jennifer Brandel. Sean Ali edits the series, and Logan Jaffe is our intern. The Curious City podcast is produced with production help from Sarah Lou, that's me, and editing oversight by Robin Amer. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or listen to our back catalog in SoundCloud. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WBEZCuriousCity. Lead financial support comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Chicago Public Media creates award-winning content about the issues that affect our community, our nation, and our world. More information available at chicagopublicmedia.org.